Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Boys State Tournament underway at Williams Arena. Number one seed Park Center coming into this game 29-1. and they lead Eastview 32 to 19 early in quarter, or I should say the second half, no quarters anymore in the boys or girls game, but the early second half, Park Center all over Eastview 32 to 19. They led it 22 to 13 at the half. And still to come, uh, one more semifinal game at the barn tonight at 8 o'clock. Uh, Dave Lee calling the games on Channel 45, and that'll be Creighton-Durham Hall against Wyzetta tonight and the championship game Saturday night at Williams Arena, part of championship Saturday. All four titles will be decided. Uh, the 3A championship is set earlier. Totino Grays won their semifinal, and so did De La Salle, and they'll meet at 6 o'clock Saturday night. At the barn. Grapefruit League action well underway. Twins get a win today. They beat the Rays 7-1. Bailey Ober pitched well again. And Phil Miller covers the Twins for the Star Tribune. And Phil, we appreciate the time. And uh, it's been a bit of a whirlwind, hasn't it? There's been a lot going on. (laughs) There has been a lot going on. All of a sudden, the game started. uh, And uh, we're two weeks from uh, opening day. It's... uh, it's hard to get your mind around uh, how quickly everything is uh, is going at Twins Camp. And and we knew that every club was going to be faced with the same thing as soon as the lockout ended. There would be a mad dash to sign players, make deals, and and the Twins have been extremely active and made one of the the, the biggest deals in in 2022. It, it's extraordinary. It is, and it certainly came out of the blue. Uh, um, I don't think anybody had twins sign most sought after free agent uh, uh, on their bingo card this uh, this winter. No. But uh, yeah, that's what we got. Hey, you know, the crazy thing is they made uh, they made three trades and uh, signed uh, two free agents. If you count Joe Smith as well, um, and uh, and yet I think they're frustrated because they can't do more. They had hoped to have. Uh, at least one and maybe uh, two more trades uh, pulled off by now. So uh, uh, as as much has happened, I, I, I think there's a little bit of uh, disappointment that, that there hasn't been more so far. Yeah, and there, there still is time. You, you alluded to opening day two weeks away, but in this compressed spring training, I, I would assume teams are, are open to deal and, and wheel and deal. And the, the, the Twins still have that opportunity. I, I, there, there's no way to say at this point in time, well, it's too late or they're, they're not going to be able to get a deal done. 
Well, I, I, it seems that some of the teams that were uh, that were going to shop some of their pitching have uh, have kind of pulled back. Uh, they seem to feel like uh, maybe the offers will be a little bit bigger at the trade deadline. So, uh, you know, I, I think the uh, uh, we've heard so much about uh, the the A's starters, uh, Manaya and uh, Montes, and uh, the Reds had uh, Louis Castillo uh, available and. Uh, Maybe uh, maybe uh, Tyler Mayo, and uh, it sounds like neither one of them are uh, interested enough in any of the offers to uh, pull the trigger uh, and want to wait, which surprises me uh, because uh, I, I I thought the Twins would be willing to pay a pretty hefty price in prospects for uh, a starting pitcher, especially. Um, when they solve their shortstop problem without having to make a trade, without having to uh, trade any of those prospects, I thought they were pretty much set to get another pitcher, and uh, and it just hasn't happened. Uh, and I think the Twins now are operating on the assumption it's not going to because they're starting to talk up uh, some of the uh, some of the rookie pitchers as uh, you know they might we might be seeing them in April. They they could be the answers here. Yeah, and when when you look at this rotation, Bailey Ober uh, exiting 2021 uh, was, was certain to be a part of the starting rotation. And more good news today, it pitched well. He pitched well, and he's such a perfectionist. Uh, he was grousing in the uh, clubhouse afterwards about he walked a guy. And uh, yeah. that's uh, two starts and two walks, and that's, uh, that's not going to get it done. It was... Uh, it was he's pitched five shutout innings this spring, and admittedly, it's, it's he has not pitched that much. Nobody has, uh, but uh, yeah, he's uh, he's unsatisfied with the five scoreless innings because uh, yeah, he had a couple of walks, and that's that's not Bailey over. Uh, so he at least is looks ready for the season. Uh, I, I he said today he could have gone seven innings, but uh, you know they you know you don't want to risk his arm uh, this early, but. Um, he is the one guy I think they feel especially good about uh, as they try to figure out what the rotation is going to be. Yeah, and we we brought up Ober. There's Sonny Gray, uh, but how is it shaking out? Because I, I'm sure you and the other beat writers and others are speculating what that'll look like. A couple of weeks out from from opening day, what are your thoughts on? what the twin starting rotation looks like barring a deal. Well, I think Sonny Gray is a really big question mark. Now uh, he is, uh, he's not hurt, but he did not do as much work. He was, uh, he was the Reds player rep. And so he was in on the negotiations and, and came to camp. He's a veteran. He knows how to get ready. He knows what's best for him. And it is a, it's a seven week uh, spring training. And uh, there's only three and a half weeks, uh, spring training this year so um we're halfway through camp already and he has yet to uh pitch on the mound and he's not going to uh this weekend either he's uh in a game he is uh he's going to throw another bullpen session and uh the twins are easing him in sometime next week we presume he'll pitch uh in a in a game and your first your first outing of the spring is usually two innings it's almost always two innings and then your second outing is three innings. And, you know, that's fine if this was February. But those two starts brings you to opening day. And uh, I don't know 
Um, I don't know that you can send out an opening day starter to pitch two or three innings. Uh, his his ramp up time is uh, is kind of mysterious. Uh, next to him, uh, you know, you mentioned Ober. They have Joe Ryan, uh, who has looked good in his one start and, his, and a couple of live batting practice sessions. Uh, I think they feel like he's uh, on track to be ready. Um, uh, Dylan uh, Bundy, the the free agent they signed, has looked good in uh, the limited amount of time they've seen him. And, of course, it's limited for everybody. But uh, uh, I think they feel pretty good about him. And they're kind of hinting now that Josh Winder, uh, the rookie who pitched for St. Paul last year, has been impressive enough and is ready enough that – if they don't have any other options, uh, he just might be the uh, the fifth guy, especially since Randy Dobnek is uh, injured again. Yeah, and for 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 the Twins, and I and I think in the off season, uh, I think we brought it up in a couple of our chats this off season, even during the lockout. You know, job one, pitching, 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 and, and I don't want to, you know dig in too far into why they, they, they didn't get something done with Michael Pineda. But but I thought Big Mike was just an absolute no-brainer in this scenario. He he signs really dirt cheap in Detroit one year, $5.5 million if memory serves. It just seems to me that that, that would have been a really cheap insurance. Now, now, maybe Big Mike really didn't want to come back and wanted to change his scenery or, or for whatever reason it didn't work out. But, you know, in hindsight, to me, that was just easy peasy. Bring back Big Mike, and you, you got an option out there anyway. Well, I can tell you that in asking around, I haven't gotten a uh, a, a clear hundred uh, percent answer on that. But I can tell you that there are certainly plenty of signs around camp that uh, that they are worried about how well he will hold up. I, I think okay. that, that was the big uh, question that, uh, you know, he's, uh, he's he was the biggest pitcher on the staff, even uh, even heavier than uh, Bailey Ober, uh, um, who's 6'7 uh, or 6'8. Uh, um, a lot of wear on that arm. He did get through the season with a couple of injuries. They do like him a lot. Uh, I, I, I think it came down to... Um, concerned that uh, he will not hold up over a whole season yeah. um, you know they also have three or four rookies that they believe will get to the big leagues at some point this year and uh, so uh, you know it's a, a gamble on their part for sure considering how thin they are with experienced pitching right now but uh, I, I think that probably played uh, into their thinking. Uh, around the infield and some of the position players, when, when the deal was made with the Yankees and they were able to offload Josh Donaldson's contract and then, you know, uh, apparently open up room to sign Carlos Correa, the thought was, well, Gary Sanchez is just going to be a pit stop. But it, it, it sounds like that even the night of the trade, there, there were a number of rumors circulating. Oh no, you know the he, he's going to hang in there and he's going to be part of the Twins' plans. And uh, sure appears to be the case that he he's going to be around. Won't be the everyday guy, but he's going to be in the mix. And uh, and a DH. Uh, I'll tell you this: yeah. both Sanchez and uh, uh, Carlos Correa can become free agents at the end of the season. Uh, Sanchez uh, reaches eligibility, and uh, and Carlos Correa can opt out of his contract. Yeah. And I would say that the chances are uh, 
probably four to four times as great that Gary Sanchez will be a twin next year than uh, Carlos Correa. Uh, I, I think uh, Sanchez, uh, I, I'll tell you, he, uh, he he almost appears like uh like a rescue uh, a rescue dog that has been mistreated he seems so happy to be out of uh the uh, the eye of the storm in new york there people had uh, really turned on him uh his his catching difficulties his uh you know he's had a, a terrible year in 2020 and did not bounce back that well uh, last year uh, he's very happy to be out of New York and to be a twin. And uh, we'll have to see if they can develop him as a catcher. He has looked okay behind the plate so far. And uh, they, they, you know, he hits the ball. He can crush the ball. If he can uh, do it more frequently, uh, he could be a good part-time catcher, part-time DH, maybe a platoon at DH with Louis Arise and uh, make that a pretty potent weapon. Um I, yeah, I think Carlos Correa is going to go look for $300 million next fall. I think Gary Sanchez might just be looking for a home, and I think a uh, decent chance he's found one. Yeah, uh, around the infield, Phil, before we run, run out of time, this is interesting. You would assume, you know, Sonoma will probably play more games, barring injury, more games at first, and then he got Polanco at second. Correa, of course, at shortstop. I'm interested in your thoughts here a couple of weeks to go before opening day, and I know there is a very abbreviated spring training, but, you know, who's who's the odds-on favorite to get uh, most of the innings at third base? I think it's uh, Gio Ursula. Uh, oh. I, I I do think that uh, that they are very very excited about having uh, perhaps uh, arguably the best defense in the American League and what that does to a pitching staff, a pitching staff that has kind of been abused these past few years. Uh, it, it's not well understood uh, just by watching day to day, but uh, defense can make a big difference. He is a plus defender at uh, at was going to be perhaps shortstop now is going to be third base they've got a platinum glove winner at shortstop a platinum glove winner in uh, center field uh polanco has made himself at home at second base i think urshela is going to get a lot of time at third base and uh, louis rise uh maybe fill in at second at third and uh i, I suspect he'll be the dh a lot I really think the Twins are going to emphasize defense this year. Yeah, and outfield-wise, I would assume Kepler and Wright, obviously Byron Buxton in center, and um, still way too early to tell who will ultimately win in left field, but but would you assume that they, they want Alex Kirilov to take that job? I do. He'll play at first base, too, sometimes when Miguel sure. is not out there, uh, but uh, I do think that they expect – Kirilov to be a real uh, uh, mid-bottom of the order uh, uh, weapon. Uh, he's a decent uh, outfielder. We might see some Trevor Larnock, uh, maybe maybe Brent Rooker. I think one, at least one of those guys was uh, going to be uh, trade bait as they tried to get a pitcher that might have alleviated some of the crowd. But uh, yeah, I think Kirilov I'll be interested to see if they carry a fourth uh, outfielder who can play center field, if they just stick with corner outfielders and let Kepler play there. But, uh, um, yeah, I think they feel uh, like Kirilov uh, will have a big bounce back year after the wrist injury last year. Well, uh, Phil, you'll, you'll be grateful. The forecast for the coming week 
that does not look all that great, so you'll, you'll be uh, thrilled to be down on Fort Myers, I'm sure, covering spring training. <laughs> Because it's not, we're, we're going to take a we're going to take a step back next week. The way it looks here in the Twin Cities, weather wise. I don't know that Minnesotans want to hear it, but my face is so sunburned now. Uh, it has it, it, it has not been all pleasant down here for me. Yeah, and I I loved I I, I saw it on social media. Uh, the annual uh, beat writers trip to the beach in the photo it was great. It looked like you spent some time in the surf. Uh, down there, Phil, for for that photo. It was a good one. The tide was coming in, Steve. It, yeah, uh, it, was, uh, it was pretty splashy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, and you know, there's a bar. There's a bar on that beer uh, on yeah. that uh, beach. So uh, yeah, yeah, maybe uh, maybe the surf was kind of fun. Yeah, good stuff. Well, well, Phil, always good to visit with you. Thanks for the update. You too, Steve. Good talking to you. All right, Phil Miller covers the Twins for the Star Tribune. He's down at Fort Myers. Twins get the W today. Uh, they take care of business and beat the Tampa Bay Rays by a final of 7-1. to one. Uh, Bailey Ober was phenomenal, and spring training continues uh, for the Twins. And they'll be in action again on Friday, and they'll get the Pirates, and that is a noon start. And then uh, ball game. Again, on Saturday here on the radio, Twins and Braves here in the home of the Twins. News Talk, E3OWCCO will come back. NCAA Tournament scoreboard update, Sweet 16, uh, tonight, tomorrow night, then the Elite Eight, and we'll set the Final Four before the weekend is out. We'll get some scores for you. And a little chatter about the tournament coming up in a moment here on News Talk, E3OWCCO. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.